Greetings, fellow slingers, and welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 podcast. We have a special episode for you on episode 16 of Riders on the Storm. In this episode, we will be conducting a recap and review as we finally have hit the season midpoint. Join me as I go through and recap the previous 15 episodes of Riders on the Storm. And now, here we go. Welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 Podcast. I'm your trusted DM, Brian, and with me are a few of the hard slingers this evening. Hey, baby. Hello. Yeah, breathe in deep, right? This evening, we have a special surprise for everybody out there. We have the mid-season recap review of Writers on the Storm. We just wrapped up episode 15, and I think we should take a little time to recap the Writers of the Storm adventure. So I know it seems like a long time ago. But in-game, the PCs have only been on task for about four days. Are you serious? Yeah, that's how that's it. D&D yeah. works. It's fucking stupid. It's crazy. I know, but my that's mind right. can't wrap that. Like, I... So here's what we're going to do. It's a better question. Ruby feels like it's been like 800 years. Yeah, Tobin. <laughs> we're going to recap everything up to this point. And what I'm going to do is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a little initial next to everybody. X... Uh, Next to each one of these questions, and at the end, whoever gets the most will get a gold doubloon. Who are we kidding? It's going to be me. I took notes. Yeah, you took yeah, notes. Yeah, you did. And, and the you? consequences. <laughs> okay, so back in episode one, when we first got everybody together, where did it all start? <laughs> Do you guys want to try? Because I know this. Uh, I just know it's relative to the last campaign, you know? Scandaya. Oh, man, you guys. All right, Junior, you're the first one. Oh, shit. You should have rang the that buzzer was, first. Wait, are we yeah, doing buzzers? Was, I thought it was just like... No, you just say your shit. Collective. Uh, right, that was, was hubris. You got it, too. Did you I know mean, it, too? I have, yeah, sure. Okay, so... Literally, the first thing written down <laughs> is starting at yeah, yeah, town Scandaya. All right, Scandaya. It should be who gets it first. A town you were each summoned to by a man named Claybold. He introduced himself as the head proctor of the Seekers Foundation, an institution that recovers items that are believed to have been lost in time from the last episode. Or they they require they get items that have vanished in time, and they're like a curator. That's what I have. Uh, the curate. I don't know. That's for both Jess and Kush. All right. I care about this because oh, it does. I I'm, 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 I'm in it now. Either you're in it to vanished win. or or been destroyed in time. Oh. Now Claybold told you all about a young boy that was in dire need. What was the name of this Tobin. boy? Tobin. Tobin. Oh, Koosh. Very good. I can tell you who Sonny is. Who happens to be Claybold? the son of the Claybold? warden? Warden Claybold. Claybold. Nope. Wait, Cable's the guy. Bangin. Oh, Bangin, yeah. Bangin? I thought it was Bangin. Oh, whatever. I thought it was his last I'll tell you what. You guys are going to have to roll off there, Koosh. Jess. Oh, that's an even... I'm bringing my own dice. I thought you said you didn't bring your dice. Oh, here it is. Here's a 20. All right, roll it. Jess. Oh, crap. Jess gets it. Yeah. But what about modifiers? Mine is... Was dumb, I think, actually. And he, Bainan, was the headmaster of the Seekers Foundation. Does anybody remember what happened to the boy? 
Uh, he lost his soul down a well. I mean, not down a well, but he lost his soul. He lost his soul, but I don't remember how. We don't um, know specifically. I don't think it was a well, though. I mean, at least our characters don't know specifically. It just I have just written down that he's ill. No, he's not ill. No. Well, he, he, he lost his soul. Because I mean, his soul was extracted yeah, from his body. So we're here to create a new soul for him. Yeah, which is pretty dumb, but... I mean, they wouldn't listen to me when I told them that. Now, you were also informed by Claybold that the only possibility for saving Tobin was to recover the soul crucible. Who remembers just what this artifact does? It makes souls. Yeah, it... It is a they, you could do a ritual to create a soul. <laughs> it is create soul. I thought it was just a vessel for the soul, just something that captures the soul to be no. transferred. No, no like, all right. Why no. don't you just leave that twenty out, man? What? I don't know, man. Roll off. All right, here we go. Nineteen. What's it gonna do with that? See, look at that, man. Oh, man. I told you. Come at me. I think you need to switch to the die. Why can't I roll this well during the game? This is my die. Claybold mentioned that the last known location of the Soul Crucible was on an island that was under the control of cultists. What is the name of the island? Island of the... Island of the... Yeah, Junior. All right, good job, old man. I thought that was... Wait a minute. How come we don't roll off? Did you say it too? We all did. We all did. Oh, I mean, I have underlined like 800 times. Come on, roll off. You're going to have to help me out here because Woodford's really been... uh, Speaking oh, I lost this one. I'm going to use... Go oh, for it. You already have purple. Oh, oh Junior. You did it. All right, Junior. Dude, this is a sweet dice, actually. I do like the purple I know, kind of like So Barney for bonus maybe. points, what is the name of the temple where the soul crucible is located? The Temple of Grumon. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he should know that. I got to give it to Kush. I was going to say Aerosol's rest, but that's a different He name. also told Vratislav Novacek in private that there was one person who might know the whereabouts of the island. Isn't that Edinger? That yeah. is Edinger. Does everybody know that? Yes. Yeah. You guys want to roll off? I'll roll off for that. All right, roll off. Uh, 10. 15. I win. Jess, you win? I like winning. A man known as Edinger. Who, it turns out, is a former member of the Seekers Foundation. Claybold then informed the ranger that they would have to take Edinger with them, a task that would require some convincing. En route to collect Edinger, the heroes found an elderly man being accosted by a band of thugs determined to make sure what? Wait, wait, say that again? In route... multiple choices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's only one choice. Oh. En route to collect Edinger, the heroes found an elderly man being accosted by a band of thugs determined to make sure of what? To make sure that he... St- didn't go towards the island? That he died? He wasn't yeah, even trying to go to the island. Question. I think they were like trying to keep him out of town or something. Okay, hold on. I say yeah, bad guys attacking Edger said something about Edger. not ever going to the beach again. Probably oh, the that's island. probably it. He went on this quest, yeah, three years ago and failed. Wait. Don't that's go to the beach again. Oh, were you in timeline? He also likes That's what I wrote. Nice. Okay. Don't go to the, the beach. Never leave Scandia. Uh, nobody gets that. You guys are I said something about not ever going to the beach again. What was said to the old man? I'm sorry. Hold on a second. We just did that and I answered. No, never go to the beach again. Yeah, don't go to the beach. Scandaya. (laughs) You intervened, saving the old man, and convinced him to join your quest. What was said 
to the old man to convince him. We were helping Tobin. Tobin. Yeah. Yeah, it was all about the child. All right. Roll off, dogs. I'll let it go between them. 14. Yeah. I haven't won a Junior, you win. You were told that the only way to get to the island would be to board a ship from where? Uh, the harbor. The no. harbor. <laughs> no, well, I know it's, the, it's the. Is it the heathen docks? I don't know. I don't remember. Something like that. It's something like the, to do with the heathens. Docks? They had some weird name. I'm going to say the harbor. I'm going to go your, harbor. Is that your final answer? <laughs> is that your final answer? Uh, yeah, I only the said The pagan that. docks. There we go. That's the same shit. Heathens, pagans. Yeah. You arrived at the pagan docks after battling a band of orcs, and Edinger pointed to a large minotaur surrounded by a group of people. The minotaur's name was Balls, of course, but he had a unique identity. <laughs> what was like, his name? You're That's just to, a throwaway at this you're point. You're ready to say Balls. He had a unique identifying feature about him. What was it? He, he was a like, minotaur? No, he had like golden horns or something. He some had shit. one golden horn. No, he, he, right both horn. of them were like silver or gold or something. They were like metal tipped and shit. They're all shiny. That was because she what is put it? light on it. I don't know. I don't have to. Yeah, that was because I casted light later on. I don't, I don't have I, one I, 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 golden I, horn. No, it's, it's, it was you both get, horns. You it was tell like me. silver or something. I think it's silver. Silver. It was silver, yes. Oh, it was, it was not gold. Oh. They were silver horns. He had two illuminating. So, no, that was later on. Oh, Stab yeah. the vampires with them. What was the name of the group that was attacking him? Oh, the band of mischief. <laughs> the dickholes. Well, I'm not writing your name. Yeah, I'm crossing your name off. Oh man. Um, free traders. Yes, yeah. the free oh. traders. Yep. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Did not have that. After fleeing the free traders, you were intercepted by the ship Balls was first made of. What was the name of the ship? Ooh, Fire Amble. Fire Amble. Yep, yeah. I have written. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We took a small boat onto the Fire Amble, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah, there we go. All right. So we both get it, or we go on a roll? <laughs> we have to roll. Natural 20. I think I won. Natural uh, 20. All right, Jess, you win that one. I know. Got my dice back. No, wait, don't touch it. Oh. Too late. Breathe on your die. Hey, that thing's natural good. 20, does that count? You put it down, man. <laughs> the, fire anvil, the fire anvil came to your rescue. Captain's name was One-Eyed Jack. Jack was short for what? Jacqueline. Yeah, Jacqueline. Jack. Okay, we'll just bypass that one. I say... Double points, blood. though. <laughs> However, double points. What kind of vessel was the fire anvil? A schooner. Wrong. <laughs> Tangent <laughs> vessel? Oh, wait, no. I know I this know. one. Um, kind double of a wing boat. Oh, you guys, no. Oh, my God, Eric would know this. He totally he's probably would know screaming this. right now. He's probably like. <laughs> it's not a trimaran. It's a, it's a specific type of vessel, though. Uh, Pickle fork? <laughs> Pickle fork? No, that's not a thing. No. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, man. Oh necro vessel. I don't know. Oh, necro oh, yeah. I don't know yeah, if Eric would know like that one. Kind of like one of the speedboats. A scooter. Now, Rafu was caught by one eye. Trying to steal something from her. It was a card, a special card. What was the name of the card? Azir. He knows it better than I. I was trying to think of something. Did I he remember? Did it. you yeah. know it? No, I okay. wasn't there. Oh. I wrote this. I wrote my notes according to Ruby. No, but do it as a play. Yeah, but I don't remember other people's. Oh, shit. Well, then, no, don't worry about that. 
I can remember the name of it. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's because you're in character. He was allowed. Oh, you guys aren't playing character? He was allowed <laughs> to keep the card, but he had to perform a task for one eye. What was the task? He had to, to go the you know, twin vessel. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, he had to go. See, he had to go get something. He had to get the um, something out of the temple of Grumon, wasn't it? He has tangent vessel. Tangent totally vessel. Which tangent vessel? vessel? All right, you two roll off. <laughs> Boom! I, All I remember was it was supposed to be worth things. All right, I lost. I finally from where? The temple was named from, from a burial site. No, from ASL's rest. It, she said it was. A, hold on, refresh. Let me go back. Let me rewind the tape to my back. brain. I know. It's not like we record this shit. <laughs> let me, let me play we the really podcast should in my record mind. these sessions. Is <laughs> Ansel's rest? The guy... It, she didn't specify. Did she? Spoilers. The very last episode ends with the thing you're trying to get. Yeah. <laughs> was the tangent? Yes, take another drink. Yeah, Koosh, take another drink. Bonus points. Whose tangent vessel... Does it belong to? Oh, yeah. You should know this one because I forgot his name. The captain's name. I have it written down, but it's not in this book. It's on my other sheet. Uh-huh, sure. Oh, well, let me just give you credit for that then. I didn't ask for credit. Here, I'll, I'll write credit in I didn't book, know though. we were preparing for a quiz. I this was supposed to be it like, are we talking a through? Chip we are going to, free but traders, this is where we... Maddox, Kylex, you're wrong. All right. Mad Dog something. I wrote him down. So on your way. Worst players ever. The night of the second day underway, the fire anvil had made it to within visual distance of the island before it was attacked by what? Gorillas? Drakes. Oh, crabs. Drakes. 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 Oh, drakes. I thought we landed on the beach. What color were the drakes? Blue. Black? No, they're like very dark blue. They're like midnight blue or some shit, right? I'm going to go with like They were a color. They were blue. How many were there? Three. Uh, Two were on the ship. Three is doing side, yeah, so three of them, because they were, yeah. I recall three. Two. No, I have two. three. Yeah, oh, two. no, that's an and sign. Never mind. After I killed the Man. third one, we <laughs> dealt with two. <laughs> Matter of elimination. <laughs> this caused everyone to abandon ship as the fire anvil crashed against the barrier reef. Everyone managed to swim ashore except for who? Uh, Ruby. Ruby. She was in the barrel. She, she was swim, in a barrel. Okay. Well, Captain Jack didn't make it either. That is who Yeah, I but nobody down. cares. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But nobody cares. Yeah, but, but I thought that the, the question like, was the, flawed. The true question was, <laughs> the question who was did flawed not because swim to the I beach? did not yeah. remember that she I was, was in, in a barrel. barrel. <laughs> all right, we're going we're gonna to cross this question off no, the questionnaire. I think we all three should get a point for that one. <laughs> Ruby was, null at then you might as well cross it off, man. I want a participation ribbon. All right, fine. <laughs> Let me write down right next to the the unicorn ribbon right here. Right, unicorn Junior. Right. Snowflake. Koosh. <laughs> and Rainbow. Jess. Double there rainbow. There we go. Oh, yeah. I taste the rainbow. <laughs> While ashore, the heroes were set upon by two wild groups of animals. What were they? Apes. Apes. With apes fucking and, weird things um, on their hands. No, it was just Apes. Oh, and crabs. Gorillas. Oh, and there were also oh, crabs. crabs. Yeah. Oh, damn it, I said I crabs skipped a earlier. Step. Yeah. Right. I did the same thing. Good guy. Good going. You also discovered something else on the shore. Is this the apes? No, well, no, the big, the big tomb thing. thing. No, it's the obelisks. No, they're the, the runes. That's the word. Yeah, obelisks with the runes. I think Kush got it. He said obelisks. All right, Kush. I, I said don't know what that word thing. means, so I couldn't I was going to win the roll-off, man. You got to give me this one. It was a pillar. 
Then you decided to venture into the jungle. Everyone except for our favorite minotaur, Balls. R.I.P. <laughs> now, at this point, I'm going to have one of you recollect what happened the moment you entered into the jungle. Jess. Well, I started hearing voices or meowings. It was a thick jungle. We had to cut through the tree line, through the brush. We get presented by apes. Ooh, and? Oh, that's right where you got that first. We quickly dodge into the bushes, try to hide, be silent. that's pretty good. That's pretty good. From there, I think we lost a party member who wandered off. Did we lose them, or did they wander off? She wandered off. Oh, I wandered off. That's the way I would phrase it. I wandered off. Everybody else wanted to leave me. We lost her. No one noticed her go by. Uh, Some of us noticed. And we got attacked by... Didn't care. (laughs) No, we didn't get attacked. No, we snuck by, and then we crept on to... Two matadors and a monkey? What? No, 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 no. Two so, minotaurs. No. This is in Tijuana, dude. <laughs> oh my God. Those two minotaurs <laughs> oh, no. and two wild apes. Yeah, <laughs> matadors. So what the we, fuck are you about? we, and we came across the donkey show. <laughs> and I only into, had fifty bucks, but they let me in anyways. We came into a clearing. I found bot too. And this we. Yeah, you most of us came into boat. the clearing. We, Actually, we came eventually. Bot to after that. Oh, did I? Yeah, you yeah. disappeared yes, for Because afterwards, uh, you didn't have Machu when we fought the Minotaurs and defeated eight. the Minotaurs and the and the wild oh, apes. That's right. You noticed that there was a pillar of black smoke coming from the north, and then as you guys started heading that way, Ruby began to hear the soft cries of an animal in pain. Following the cries, Ruby discovered a small animal caught in a cage. What kind of animal was this? Lynx. Thanks, cat. Cat. Okay. Wait, do I get the point for the last question? Because what was the last question? <laughs> Two monkeys in a fucking God. matador. Wait, I said that one right though. What do you think I you're gonna like win? <laughs> the golden peso. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! Being the only one to hear the animal talking, Ruby knew that it was more than a fortuitous event for her to find the small animal. Taking it under her arm, she decided to care for it. The group then decided to pursue that black smoke rather than going south towards the location of the Soul Crucible. At one point, the lynx instructed Ruby to stop following the group. She did, and it was then that the animal introduced himself to her. His name was? Batu. Batu, I've said it 800 times. 801 for the record. Meanwhile, the group's still following the black smoke rising to the, to the north. Wait a minute. What do we do about points for the lynx? We can't do any points for the lynx anymore. God damn it. Because everybody's getting these answers because they're so close to now. I, guess I need a roll. I need to win one of these rolls. Okay, well, it's, it's, it's coming up actually for you. <laughs> Meanwhile, shit for being competitive. still following I the black smoke. I just a dice roll. I'm just upset about that. Meanwhile, following the black smoke to the north. The group finds themselves overlooking a large cove. Down at the waterline, they find the source of the black smoke. It's an encampment of marooned sailors. The group that lived there turned out to be what? Cannibals. Cannibals. Do I get points for knowing the guy's name? Ricardo? 
Does that count? <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's the next up. question. It's coming up. It's the next one. It's Ricardo what, Cordova. What gave them away as being cannibals? They tried Captain to eat Jack's me. Head. Captain Jack's eye. Wait a minute. Captain there's, Jack's there's eye floated out of the soup, and that's what Rafu saw. I was yes. not there to see was that. Was it her eye? Yes. My telltale sign was he tried to eat me. He didn't try to eat you, though. <laughs> no, he didn't try to No, he, he tried, tried to, to make me sacrifice myself to be eaten. He tried to Bill Cosby you. <laughs> but we're doing this <laughs> No, he didn't try to just Bill Cosby. Not there was no knowledge. drugs okay. involved. I'm just saying Junior, there are, two, there are just, two different cues is what I'm saying. No. I'll write you in for a different question. No, 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 no. I have a more accurate description. Roll off. I actually listened to the episode. Oh, oh wait. Is that a nine or a six? Mine's six. I got a 12. Oh. Where's your dot? Yours is a nine. Know. I don't know. Damn. I had a better answer, so whatever. Mine's more complete. Patch. Double, Yours was only half complete. Double points. What was the name of the leader of the cannibals? Wait, we said this. Yeah. Ricardo, Ricardo Cordova. Cordova or Carbosa? No. What is it? Cordoda. Cordoba. Cordoba. Give it to me. Ricardo Cordoba. Ricardo. Oh, Ricardo Cordoba. Okay, yeah, I'll say the whole thing. I don't know. Spanish accent. What was his middle name? Just kidding. Michael. <laughs> Susan. <laughs> Put it back in there. After defeating the cannibals, you then took a boat and rowed out into the cove. At about the halfway point, the boat was then attacked by an underwater creature. What kind of creature? Octopus, but we called it a kraken for fun. Yeah. Yes, that. <laughs> All right, everybody gets that. So, whatever. With several options available to them, they had a choice to either see if Edinger's remaining airship was still there, go to ASL's rest, or go to the Temple of Grumon for the Soul Crucible. The group came to the conclusion that of the three directions to go in, north was the best one. That would bring them closer to. ASL's rest. Rafu. <laughs> Junior. <laughs> Sorry. Please explain to me what happened after this. Well, what Thanks. happened was <laughs> uh, we get to the top of ASL's rest and outside we see a bloodbath. Uh, no, you skipped a part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We originally landed. Um, and then you guys went somewhere else. Yeah, so we landed on the beach. We tried to set up camp, a mm. bond-making camp. Uh, we scattered around, you know, investigating the area. And Rothislav and Rafu headed out to the forest to pick up some firewood to set up camp, obviously. And I was attacked from the cliffside with some kind of poison arrow. Yes. And lost all my bearings after that. <laughs> Kush, what's your recollection after Rafu came back to the camp? You mean with like the arrow in him? Yes. Uh, we we decided to temporarily retreat onto the open sea. Uh, we had to drain out the poison, and then we took a long rest. It was a long rest, right? It was a long rest. We took a long rest, and then we finally made our way back to. Uh, Towards ASL's rest, and then we came up, and that's when Junior was talking about the bloodbath. Going up the stone steps, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Jess, mm-hmm. what do you remember once you guys reached the top of the stone steps and saw this bloodbath laid out before you? We saw a pyramid in ruins, and it was occupied by a whole bunch of dead people. And 
came out were these werewolf-like creatures. And um, Nolan. Noel, yeah, Noles. Noles. Canine-looking beasts. Yes. They were Noles. The humans turned out to be what, though? Humans. Halix. Humans. Halix. Human Halix. People. I don't discriminate. <laughs> That's racist. For They're all people to me. Can I add another thing that I just remembered <laughs> sure. that we totally forgot the first time yeah. around? Give it to me. Wasn't Enninger poisoned as well? No. Uh, that's yes. uh, after we fought the Nils. Or during the time we fought the Nils. Oh, Nulls. that's right. He was poisoned. What poisoned him? One of the Nils. The big boss Nils that had like a poison dart that's or something. That's right. He shot him with a blow gun. Point me. You know, that guy's almost died multiple <laughs> times. Yeah. He like died almost drowned ago. in one of the boats. He's immortal. <laughs> soon. So, uh, soon. After a brief but deadly encounter with the canine beasts, the heroes then entered the pyramid. There they discovered a uh, stone steps in the center of the structure leading down. They left Edinger behind and descended into ASL's rest. Down at the bottom, Ruby sent Batu to the south where he heard commotion and then returned to inform them that he wouldn't go any further. They decided then to go north, which then led them past a couple of crypts and to a door that seemed to seal off another room. Upon opening that door, Kush, what did they find in that door? Wait, sorry. You said Yeah, your north? name's Kush, yeah. Okay, so you said uh, north? I need to, like, refigure, refactor north. Uh, it was the one with the grip of less decorative Just you up the speed? Skulls. Yes. Give it to me. Wait, is north, there was north candy. Was this way? North was this way. Oh, there was there was the bone candy. candy. Yes, yeah, all the candy that was, there was crunching. Bone candy that was <laughs> everywhere. Um, all over the all over the audio. Yeah, so there were, we were in basic crypts, and then we opened up the next. Well, it door. wasn't like basic crypts. It was like nicer crypts. No, that was the second one, I think. No, I mean, there's a level of niceness. The first crypt we were in the at second the very tier. start was like really bad. Oh, well, that's I, probably it was where like I got the bottom my, tier. That's where. Then we moved torch. up to mid tier when we went yeah. north. After yeah. that, and then after the portcullis went up, that we was got like to the nice ones. We and then nice we went into then. yeah, and then we went into the next room, and that's when we saw the halix, the living ones. Yes, the living. Yeah, right halix. before the portcullis. Yeah, it's Harmon, Galen, and Jethro. No, Jethro. you saw uh, Harmon, Galen, and Jethro. Uh, Galen oh, was right. Uh, he's that's like, right. Yeah. You know, he was Harman down. He was knocked Jethro. down basically. He was in a different room. He was to the south. You somehow convinced one of the Halix to then leave somehow. the other one? Yes. Because for some reason they were... We didn't really convince them. That was their idea. Yeah, that was actually... Was it his idea? Yeah, that yeah. was their I idea. I have to remember that. Because uh, one was going to stay by the door until it opened. The other one was going to try to help. Yeah, they were concerned that it, that the porticolis hadn't been raised yet and that one of their others had been sent to, to and actually raise it And they thought us was no up. threat. That's so for us. <laughs> So oh. Ruby and Rafu decided to stay with the one Halik, while Eldon, Vratislav, and Rally followed the other one to go see what had happened at the turning wheel. And when they got there, they found a Noel pack leader basically just beating this old man to shit. He's not really old. He's just, he's an older man. We're just generalizing. <laughs> yes. Anyways, so you guys stepped in and did your business. About ready to... uh to finish off this null pack leader. And uh, back in the room with the porticullis, with the remaining <laughs> Halic still becoming impatient. Galen. Junior, why don't you tell me what happened in that 
room. How it actually happened. Please explain to me. <laughs> Please explain yourself. Oh, wait, are we talking about like player or are we talking about character? You just do just both, man. tell what do happened. Player. Do it as a player. Tell yeah. me what happened as a player. Player was. <laughs> Yo, you a player, mother. Please explain Ruby to the received, court. Yeah. <laughs> Your honor. Your honor, I didn't kill him. It was that <laughs> self-defense. The glove did not fit. So he we nodded sent, at me and said, gave me the signal. He gave me the signal. Not what happened. We sent Batu for some uh, recon work, and he went and investigated, came back, reported, and told Ruby that they were in danger, that some action happened, and it doesn't look good. You know, that's, that's interesting. Keep going, though. But you, what, what did Rafu end up doing? <laughs> I mean, please, we already, we already tell know us. this. You just basically just attacked this poor fucking guy. Basically, he did all his two might. newborn twins and whatnot. In the light of what happened, knowing that there was no other threat than, other than the, uh, what are those guys called? The Halix? Because there's nothing, <laughs> nothing bad goes on in a tomb. There's no Whoa. other monsters. <laughs> Just one, the problem, you know, right? one problem at a time. <laughs> the Halix were there. They were a little threatening. Hmm. Wanted, you know, square up, do a match. I didn't trust them. Rafu did not like it. So he immediately thought that they played us in some kind of way, that they were using us I mean, fair to enough. lure us in. He didn't trust them, so he attacked. And you know Better that- to strike first than, than die. That's his mentality. That's his player. When Rod, when. Ratu. <laughs> Ratu. <laughs> when Batu returned, bearing that news that there was something going sideways there, I mean, obviously he can't communicate with the Lynx, but you did, and you, I think you had mentioned something to him, and he just like, you're like, I think they're in trouble or whatever. I mean, that's just something that, that I think he would have done looking back impulse. in hindsight, right? Yeah. Oh, no, of course. I mean, but, but Ruby didn't know who she's dealing with. I mean, we only met like... Five days ago. Right. I mean, it's kind of an extreme, though. Like, if you paired us up, like... Oh, yeah. The way we look at Ruby is kind of, like, greenhornish. She's, like, first adventure type thing. You said that, right? It was yes. the first adventure. Oh, yeah. I, I know nothing of my own powers. And then you got someone that is not willing to get betrayed twice. Right. He's not going to He's not gonna take the chances of it. This and is the classic story of the halfling and the... Uh, Work. Well, that's good. I mean, Definitely I think it definitely work. brings... It brings I tell a, my children every day. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great bedtime story. No, I mean, children. Do you? Dude, this is fantasy, okay? I got what I got. <laughs> Not that he knows of, all right? <laughs> I mean, that's that's kind of awesome how you see this half-orc and this little halfling, they kind of mesh together through you know such dire circumstances, you know? And to see, you know, right after you attacked this halic, he cast a spell, and, and you guys had separated. You guys were separated by a door to which he closed, locking you outside, leaving Ruby and him. Yeah, then, the only one that didn't attack him. Yes, to like to square <laughs> off. I mean, in a, in a battle of magic. What a Ruby jerk, going out for the weakest link. I think it's really only because your, your, up, your movement speed didn't get you outside that door. <laughs> yeah, but I did nothing to him. But what ended up happening? I ended up murdering them. You totally did. You smoked this fool down. But she didn't know it. I mean, this is something, you know, she has no idea of her own 
power and strength. This is something she's still learning day to day. And so everything that happened was a reaction. It was fight or flight. And she couldn't go anywhere. She was literally cornered. So she cast spells that just came to her. And I thought that was awesome because it was just something that was just channeling through her. And it, is, it was just this volley of magic back and forth. And, but it's you know, not only just that. It's whether she didn't know she had that power. Technically, none of the players do either. No. No. They, they, was she's on like the other a side sleeper of the door. that whole thing. They, they haven't seen her excel to this level before. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah, still they got, still think I'm just an Eldritch Blast. And you still got Batu. <laughs> He's just hanging out. And, you know, is he like a conduit? Is he encouraging you? Is, you know, He's what is he doing for... Kind of a guiding Ruby? force. Um, He's her only anchor to this little known power that she has. Um, He's the only... Um, physical thing of her celestial warlockness. She, you know, vaguely knows of this power that was pretty much forced upon her because of the pact that her parents made. She doesn't know if it's good. She doesn't know if it's evil. She just knows in order to survive, she has to trust it. And Batu is the physical form of it to her. Now, how much does she know of that pact? Without um, giving way too much of your character backstory to very little other because they never exposed it to her. Okay. So um, I mean, was this something that was made before she was born? After, but oh. she was still a baby. She was an infant child, and they did it to save her because she was ill. You know, at medieval times, um, you know, no vaccinations, um, and she. <laughs> something along those lines, something very dire, something. something that was that was going to kill her. And her parents made a pact that they didn't understand. They didn't even know themselves in order to shelter their daughter, hoping that it would never return. They just never told her about it. And after her parents died in her dreams, voices started calling for her and literally pulling her to do uh, to go out and pulling her to Scandea and everything else is just kind of, she's been stumbling into everything. She literally stumbled into the people and whether it be fate or whether it be just a lucky, you know, it might have something to do with the machinations of something much greater than one person. I mean, it, the entire group, Kush, what do you think about all that? Uh, I'm waiting for the season finale where we reveal that Batu (laughs) is the real warlock. And Ruby is the familiar. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and this entire, this our entire path to the island of the damned was uh, Batu casting fine familiar. I mean, <laughs> I, there's no doubt that Rafu thinks the cat did all the damage. Oh, man. That's a shifty looking cat. <laughs> Don't make light of my story. <laughs> Fucking quiche. This is an M. Night, M. Night Shyamalan over here. Totally. What a twist. <laughs> So, with the defeat of the of the uh, Knoll pack leader, the Halic commander, and Elden were able to raise the barred gate, and as a group, they returned to the others. Upon seeing their dead comrade, <laughs> the two Halics put aside their grief and angst in light of their goal to enter ASL's tomb. So shifty. Yeah. Like, who isn't disturbed by that? So shady. Fucker was but like I believe posted that, on the I wall. believe that Eldon knows what's going on with these guys. 
Yeah, but he Alden's has a, a douche. sense about him. what's that? What? what? I said Alden's a douche. Oh shit! Hey, Amen. I mean, this isn't my player. Paladins don't have to be nice. <laughs> That's true. Ellen, Ellen's got his secrets. Though the entrance to the lower tomb was not barred, cold emanated from beyond the double doors. Without hesitation, the doors were kicked open. Who kicked open the door? The Halix. Probably, uh... Yeah, it was the Halix. Harmon. So we were just standing yeah, there. Yeah, Harmon, because Galen's... Harmon. Yeah. Galen's the other guy. Galen's dead, dude. Yeah, because you guys were all like staring at it, and Roll then he just no, like... No, Galen's alive. Wait, what? Yes, wait, Galen wait, and Harmon. Who's the one that got toasted? Jethro. Oh, Jethro. It's Galen. not Jethro, it's Jethro. Jethro. Like Jethro? Jethro is his name. I don't remember. It's his name now. Jethro is his name now. Epithet. All I'm hearing is Jethro. I finally won one. Is that 11? No. Who won? (laughs) I did. And inside they discovered what, Koosh? Let's see. There's a lot of stuff in there. There was an altar with a metal book. There's a pool of... Water-like liquid. I don't know. If, I don't, we didn't really study that too much. There's a skull in there. There's an ornate tomb. And then finally there was an open tomb in which the tangent vessel was. Rowley yes. was trying to go for a really heavy book. Yeah. Try. He got it. Try. I mean, she got it. it. She got it. She got it. Do you, remember, he got it. do you remember what was uh, referred to in that book? Oh, no. man. That I'm looking up for sure. I want to say it had to do with the star-shaped something, but I don't know what else it was. The Sahedron. Okay. A seven-pointed star. Seven-pointed star? Yeah, yeah. That sounds familiar. Seven-pointed star. Star sounded familiar. And that basically almost catches us up. Actually, there's one other part I want to say, that one of the Halix had left the group and went to one of the open caskets against the north wall, reached in, and said, what is this? And he pulled out this, this jar that looked very similar to a vessel, and that was where we ended. I can't believe my eyes. What's this? What is What's this? this? That's what I kept thinking, <laughs> that's too. Where my, that's where my mind went. I'm like Nightmare for Christmas vessel. over here. So basically, we're caught up to, up to speed on this. Sorry, dude. Halloween's on my brain. So as part of the roundtable discussion, what are your thoughts on where we are so far? Thumbs up for everybody at home. Um, I mean, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the character development. I never started a character from literally zero. And I've been having fun playing it uh, that way. I mean, this is the first time, besides using like a higher level healing spell, that I've actually used higher level spells um, besides Elder's Blast, which is the key to a warlock. Um so it's 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 interesting. It's really fun. It's it's different. And I, I like don't like these Halixes one bit. <laughs> Fifteen episodes later, and that's all you got out of this. <laughs> these fucking Halix. Dude. I've met them three episodes ago. And I mean, I hate they them. didn't give a shit that Jethro died, so I mean they didn't care that their comrades died up there. Exactly, dude. They didn't, they didn't question it. It's just like, hey, this... Mm, and, well, let's let's, let's go with you, Junior. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. I'm gonna, I'm let's gonna, let's dive, take dive into this, oh, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, are you, what are your thoughts so far? You don't like the Halix. I don't That's like fine. the Halix. Okay. I don't trust them. And right now, they're just a resourceful tool in the sense that they found 
what we're believing is the tangent vessel because technically I don't think you said exactly what it was. That no, it was, never, it was never named. It was never named, exactly. But so there, so if we're right, maybe we should just edit all of this. I'm just saying. No, we don't have to. Cut the whole thing. Just saying. As player-wise, I don't know what it is. It's a vessel of some kind. Right. I've never seen this thing in my life before. But as my real self with plus one to intelligence, uh, I think it's standard. <laughs> now, Koosh. <laughs> yeah, what's up? As Elden. What's up, bro? Do Whoa. you know who He's the Halix are? Yes, I you do. know what they are. Yeah. And you know the god that they worship, correct? Yes, I'd be very familiar with them. And you know her relationship to ASL? Yes. What do you believe that relationship is? Highly antagonistic. Okay. Okay. And, and where you are located now, mm-hmm. where are you located in? ASL's breast. Right. Proper, right? The actual tomb of mm-hmm. ASL. What is your thoughts towards these Halix? What do you think Elden's thoughts are towards the Halix? Mm-hmm. Let's uh, <laughs> <laughs> throw that out there. Uh, let's see. The, clearly, they're not up to anything that ASL would be, approve of. Uh, so that's his immediate thought. I think the other thing is probably a lot of. He's probably pretty jealous because because Marcel seems like quite a helpful intervening kind of god, and from what he knows about ASL, uh, ASL is. It's kind of the opposite. Now, has has Elden ever heard of the Halix before? Is is he aware? He's aware of what they are, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, but he probably—I shouldn't say probably—he only like heard of them in terms of you know from word. He's never really met one before, and so like the idea that Marcel is helping them. And how closely she intervenes is new to new to him. So he, it's not something that he knew right away. Yeah, you could kind of imagine that that they don't just go off like, oh, let's take a, one or two guys here, one or two guys there. Mm-hmm. They like, oh, there's shit going on here. <laughs> you know, the entire, yeah. all these Halix go. Yeah. You know, oh, okay, now it's over here. <laughs> you know, the whole group is going. Yeah. I mean, there's a sense of zealous about these yeah. these guys. Unless they're guarding a gate. And they leave one. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. They do. Well, they left 50% of their party. <laughs> this is quite a big portion. I mean, they had to leave some guys above, but there was probably a good reason why they did it. And they explained why they left those guys above. Mm-hmm. Because it's necromancy. Well, the, the mission is more important than the man. So. Well, they said they were going to revive them, anyways. I they said, a, uh, not ASL, sorry, uh, Marcel would when the time is right or whenever. Yeah, so, necromancy. Yeah, they, they got a lot of faith. And with that, stay tuned for episode 17 when we finally find out what's in ASL's rest proper. Take care, everybody. And remember, head on over to the website at rolledhard20podcast.com. Go ahead and feel free to write us an email at worldhard20podcast at gmail.com and follow us on our social links, Facebook and Twitter. Take care and keep slinging those bones, my hard slingers. The group came to the king. I'll cut that out. Please do.